The amount of time that each of us will want to spend in the gym is going to vary from person to person. But I think something we can all agree on is essentially we want to spend the least amount of time in the gym and get the most amount of results we possibly can. And I've seen situations in the past where someone might spend 90 minutes performing their workout and then another person will spend 50 minutes. And the person who did it in 50 has had the same level of effectiveness, if not an even more effective workout within that same time frame. So more time certainly doesn't equal more results. Sometimes the most important thing is that you're effective, you complete what you need to do with intensity and focus, and you get in and out. So what I want to do today is go through five ways that you can be a lot more efficient in the gym without losing the effectiveness of that workout. Number one is to have a workout plan or at least some idea of what you're doing and know what numbers you're aiming for on that day. It does amaze me that to this day, a lot of us still go into the gym without any form of a workout plan. And I'm not saying that you have to follow a super structured program every time you enter the gym, but you do need some idea of what you're going to do. There are a lot of people who go in the gym, they pick a machine or they pick whatever they're feeling. And from time to time, that's great. But I think ultimately, if you're aiming to go to the gym two, three, four times a week, you need an idea of what you're doing. Even if you're training at home as well, well. If you're not, then you aren't going to be able to be as efficient because you can't really know where you're going. When you have that piece of paper in front of you or your phone with your app that tells you what workouts or exercises you're going to do, you can head to that machine, you can head to that dumbbell rack and you can pick up what you need to, get on with it, complete the set and move through it quickly. And the second aspect is knowing what numbers you need to hit. If you are weight training, it's good to know that I am aiming for 12 kilos in my first set, 14 kilos in my second, and then I'm going to try 16 kilos for 12 reps on my last set. So review your previous numbers. Obviously, we want to be progressing the majority of the time we're going into the gym. Or even if you're doing something time-based, for example, let's say you're going for a 30-minute run. You need to know that, oh, today in my 30-minute run, I want to hit between 5.5 and 6K. So understand that first so you can go in, you can get straight to it, you can grab the equipment you need and execute without any thought about what you need to do, check in the workout, check in what you did recently, review before, and then execute as soon as you enter the gym or the place in which you're going to work out. Number two is to save the talking for after the workout. There has been plenty of times in my life where I've been in social gyms and you have a conversation with a receptionist, then you have a conversation with a personal trainer, and you have a conversation with the people in the gym. And 45 minutes, if not more, has passed and you've not even started your workout yet. And I am all for community and socializing in the gym. I think it's amazing if you have the opportunity to do that and you have more people who align with you on your health and fitness journey. However, not if it's at the expense of the time that you do want to invest in the gym. And it is easy for your easy conversation that you're having before your workout to turn into a lengthy in-depth conversation and you do more talking than you do working out. And the same goes if you're training from home as well. If your partner's coming in or your kids are coming in during your workouts and you can't allocate that time for yourself, like some situations there will be where you need to look after your children, etc. I completely understand that. But for the most part, if you can say, hey, I just need this time to focus my workout first, then I'm all yours afterwards. Most people will understand, especially in the gym example too, just be like, I need to focus on my workout, they've only got this time, but I'm going to come and find you after to chat. Or even if they're not around, go out for a coffee. Don't socialize so much in the gym. Maybe a little bit of small talk, five minutes, 10 minutes is totally fine depending on your schedule, but save the talking for after the workout. Get what you need to do done first and then obviously entertain the social aspect of things. Number three is to turn your phone on flight mode or at least lock yourself out of the apps that you're most tempted to use during your workouts. Your workouts should just be time spent working out, maybe listening to some music, 
music, maybe making some notes on what you're lifting. But outside of that, it shouldn't be the time to respond to emails, scroll through Instagram. And I am guilty of doing this as well. But I'll tell you what, if I didn't, I would be much more efficient with my workouts. So half the time, if I find myself, you know, scrolling through aimlessly, sometimes I will post what I'm doing in the gym. But if I'm scrolling aimlessly, I will just stop myself immediately, put my phone down and then focus on what I need to do. It's very easy to make a workout that was supposed to take just an hour. Take one hour, 10 minutes, one hour, five minutes, because you were scrolling, you were responding to emails at potentially a time that you shouldn't do. Focus on that outside of the workout. When you're in the gym or you're in your place of training, focus on that exclusively. And then when you're finished, then pick up your emails and pick up everything else. But you don't want to drag out that time because you're also going to lose the intensity of your training if you're going back and forth between tasks. Number four, and speaking of keeping the intensity, is to stick to your rest periods and transition between your exercises promptly. If your rest period is 60 seconds, that literally means from the moment you can pick up your timer and hit go, that's 60 seconds from that moment. And as soon as the timer sounds, you should be picking up the dumbbells or you already have them in your hand and ready to go. Whatever you're using, barbell, skipping rope, cardio machine. But that rest period should not be 60 seconds and 10 extra seconds for the time I was taken to set up. That shouldn't be 60 seconds. And once that timer went off, that was the moment I closed Instagram and I started focusing on my workout again. It's 60 seconds full stop and no longer. It will keep your workouts efficient, but it will also keep them very intense and very effective too. So really abide by those rest periods. And when it comes to transitioning between exercises, keep this as short and sharp as possible too. There's no reason why you need to just drag yourself from exercise to exercise. Be prompt, be efficient. If you need to set up a box for some step-ups, for example, go immediately to that box, get them set up. There's no reason why something needs to take three minutes when it could take you 90 seconds and you could save yourself a good five or 10 minutes there. Number five is to switch exercises where possible. So if I was creating your training program, I was your coach, I am specifically putting exercises in an order. So as much as you can follow that, the more ideal it is. That's the most optimal way to do it. But at the end of the day, if your gym is busy and that you can't get on the squat rack and you can't get on a machine, I don't want you hanging around waiting for 10 minutes for the squat rack to be available. First thing to do is ask the person, can I work in? I know that not everyone likes this, but if you're happy to share with someone, say, can I work in? Or how many sets do you have remaining? If they're like, I've only got one more set, it's worth waiting. If they say you can work in and it's one of those machines, maybe like a lap pull down where it's literally back and forth and you're just changing the pin on the stack versus having to take off plates and everything, I think it's worth doing. Or worst case scenario, which is not actually that bad of a scenario, is maybe switch out that exercise or even come back to it later. See what's next in order and maybe you replace it for that. Or maybe if you are programmed a lying leg curl, but there's someone taking their time on that machine, there's nothing wrong with potentially just using the seat hamstring curl movement. That's a little bit more like for like, but there are plenty of alternatives that you can use. So you just want to make those smart swaps. Maybe you even look at the next day of your programming and say, okay, well, I've got a hamstring movement tomorrow. It's an RDL. Yes, it's not the same as a hamstring curl, but I can do that now to substitute this posterior chain movement, hamstring movement that I need to do. And I can do the hamstring curl the next day, for example. This is going to save you time and it's going to keep the workouts a lot more intense. If you can follow the exercise order and it's been put there in a strategic way, which hopefully it would be, then definitely try and stick to it as much as possible. But sometimes the more practical approach is the more optimal approach. So those are my five ways that you can be a lot more efficient in the gym so you can spend less time in the gym, but get just as much out of it from a results perspective. So I hope that was helpful team. Take care and I'll speak with you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
and Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.